it's time for um hello a jersey shore recap podcast well hello again um hello um hello to you welcome back to um hello our jersey shore episode by episode recap podcast flying through season one episode eight and i'm your host g wow and i'm cookie we're cookie and g wow and this episode is called one shot when you hear us next week it's gonna be the last episode of the season it's crazy i feel like that's part of the reason why there's not as much in this episode as you might think they're kind of like i think throwing in all the filler content mm-hmm. hopefully gearing up for a really great finale and i think you and i should go all out i think we should get dressed up <gasps> are you down yeah my roommate is a hairdresser i will ask oh. her i will ask her to do my hair in a poof <laughs> but you gotta like you gotta maybe attempt a blowout. I think we go we go balls to the walls with it. I will do my best. If if I can't get a blowout, mm-hmm. maybe I'll go for like a, a Ronnie Fowak. Yes. Either one. I'll either take one. either of those. You're going to need a lot of gel either way. And maybe a blow dryer, which I don't currently own. I'm a, I'm a towel slash air dry guy, so I'm going to have to obtain a blow dryer from somebody. But You're going to have that. to look into it now. You got some time. You got some advance. We still got, we know we got a week. So we'll look forward to that in the finale. I'm very excited. <laughs> well, let's jump into this episode. Let's not get too excited about next week. We still have to mm-hmm, do this mm-hmm. little <laughs> kind of filler episode. Yeah. So where do we pick up? from last week so last week we got that cliffhanger of it wasn't technically a cliffhanger because we did get to see the punch we did we didn't get to see the aftermath of jenny punching mike in the back of the head and this is no little tap you know i mentioned it that whack she socked him in the head i mean would you mess with her i would not no but this is kind of so earlier in the season there was some guy who of course unwarrantedly punched snook in the face and it was very much like who does that to a girl very mm-hmm. like very gendered stuff going on this season but this is the opposite where it, it may be justified but it's a mm-hmm. girl hitting a guy he doesn't feel like he can hit back like what are your thoughts on all this i don't think hitting somebody is ever the right response yeah unless it's self-defense um and so i don't agree with jenny's behavior and just swinging at him because she's annoyed with him and like we talked about last week it wasn't even like they were arguing in in, in the in the heat of the moment she swung she planned for this she was ready it was for it premeditated and she swung the moment he walked in without any words being exchanged so that is where i'm like girl i don't know that i like that no and the producers clearly don't give a fuck about violence because they're <laughs> listening to her say i am going to punch him in the face they then walk Watch her punch him in the face like twice before anybody steps in. And she's like, oh, it takes three men to hold me back. And do I live for this? Yes. It is iconic drama. Mike, you know, he doesn't hit back or push her or anything like that. He kind of just takes it and produces. He runs his mouth, though. He runs his mouth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Physically, he holds back, but he does not hold back verbally per usual. And then Jenny kind of threatens to leave, which only the women really have done this so far. But obviously, they're like, you shouldn't do that. And they're saying like, oh, don't leave. There's only one week left. Last episode, they're saying there's two weeks left. So we did. We've definitely missed days in the editing. That's proof of it right there. Yeah, we were talking about this last week. They stretched the first couple of days and weeks into multiple episodes. There was so much going on in the beginning. It was thing after thing after thing. And then I think there was this lull. I think they all started to get familiar with each other. They got a little bored. I think there was less drama. So we're losing, I think, entire days, uh, plural. I think we're losing multiple days. I also don't think that the editors 
and the producers understand right now the what's the word I'm looking for? The magic Mm -hmm. of the little moments. Like, I understand that they want the big fights and the drama and the screaming and the yelling and the punches. I get that. But one of our favorite scenes this season is literally Snooki eating from a jar of pickles (laughs) or small things like that, where I know that there's funny little anecdotal things happening around the house. But I just think that they do somewhat of a disservice by just focusing on a lot of the violence, drama and conflict Mm -hmm. over the things that make them all likable and charismatic and then quotable. And if I remember correctly, though, I think they got wise to that. I think in later seasons, there is a lot more of those fun comedic relief moments then whereas in this season there are very few and far between it's like drama 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 it's like all so much i think that a lot of why i like the family vacation episodes is it it is mainly the the nuanced anecdotal cute funny things and every once in a while there's big plot lines and fights but it's more based in the silly and the fun in their defense though i think part of why those scenes are so fun is because they have such a familial relationship yeah in the first season they were still sort of strangers to each other and they got really close but they were still strangers to each other and so i do understand why they needed to keep it tight and as drama filled as possible yeah they gotta earn that yeah and i think they could afford more of that time later down the road when they were all stars and they were family and because in this episode, there's a, a lot of them fucking hate each other. Like Je- mm-hmm. a lot of them hate Mike. Jenny's p- obviously pissed at Mike and Vinny and Mike really don't like each other at all. They come back from AC and they're like, I think there's a lot of tension going on. Oh, and Jenny calls her boyfriend to basically be like, I punched a dude. Uh, and I don't know her. I just feel like her boyfriend, like who fucking cares about him anymore? Like just stop calling him. Yeah, because there's immediate tension. She's he's immediately like, Why'd you drink so much then? And then she starts arguing with him. He's about toxic as that. fuck. They're all toxic. Yeah, but that's his behavior is so manipulative. Especially because we don't know anything good about him. This all we ever hear is this shady, weird stuff. And him getting mad at her. And I think they were together for years after, like for a little while after. They stayed together. I mean, we're gonna find out in these next seasons, but I do not remember. Well, they come back from AC and they're going out on the boardwalk again. I think they're trying to fit in some of these last classic Jersey Shore moments and scenes while, you know, the season's wrapping up. Mm-hmm. And I I do kind of love um, mm-hmm. Polly's stage five clinger. She's a real focus of this episode. They are uh, all the guys are hanging out with a bunch of girls. And Danielle, the stalker, decides to invite herself. She just shows up, right? Am I correct? You know what? I can't remember if if she just shows up. But Paul, either way, Paulie's like nice about it when he first sees her. So I don't know mm-hmm. if it's intentional or if he's just a nice guy who's like, hey, hey, great to see you. But at some point he's like, bye. And she, he's, she's, he's like, I'm going to go home eventually and I will call you when I get home. But you need to go. And he is kind of with other girls at that point. But And she's like not having it. And she immediately shifts the energy in the room. Everybody's kind of uncomfortable around her. Polly was yeah. trying to be nice, but I, I think from the moment he saw her, it was very like, oh, shit. It's also funny because when he met her out at the bar, at least when they showed them out at the bar, she had like flowing hair. She was very beautiful. And when she shows up at the boardwalk, when she's in these scenes, I don't know if she like 
if they did this on purpose, if she did this on purpose, but she doesn't look as good as, as she does when she's like out at the club. She's got on glasses, her hair's back. She's got on kind of like a mom-esque outfit and she's like weirdly following the around. Well, that leads to my conspiracy theory that I also, I mentioned this last week in the last episode. I think there's stuff going on off camera. I think Polly and this girl have, this, I have no like evidence to back this up. This is just a vibe mm. I get. It seems like she and Polly have this relationship where they sort of know each other. They've, they've got a comfortability with each other, but on camera, the, the dynamic changes and he kind of shifts to being like, oh, she's a stalker. But I feel like he secretly has some type of feelings for her because it's, they seem very familiar with each other. And it's also hard to tell if he's being nice or if he's leading her on. I'm honestly like not sure. And they're just think- trying to have like a nice night at the boardwalk. She is being creepy. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good look. I, I can see from her perspective why she feels led on, but it's not a good look to invite yourself to their hanging out with a bunch of girls. It's, you just it, need to be chiller about things. And I, I think she was very aware that she was making everyone uncomfortable. Yeah. And didn't leave. He tells her like, you need to go. I will go home and call you. And she's like, you better be leaving soon. Like, I hope you're going right. home soon. He's like, God, fucking chill. Go. And That's she right, does because- eventually walk away. I forgot that she invited herself. She showed up without being invited and then spent the whole time complaining she wants to leave. Girl, then leave. I think that she wanted like to leave with him or she wanted him home. She's got control issues, clearly. She wanted to, She. I think she was hoping he'd be like, all right, I'll walk you home and we'll go home together, which did not happen. So she goes off by herself and then yeah. eventually all the guys go home. And the before we get, in. before we get, I do want to note, not that this matters, but we did talk a lot about forgettable Keith in the last episode mm-hmm. before we leave the boardwalk and go home. Snooki comes back with forgettable Keith and I don't know. I forget how they play out, but like they're cute at this moment. The boardwalk date, the boardwalk stuff. I, I, I really like Snooki loves to fall in love at first sight and then never see them again. I love that about her. Is she a Libra? I don't know. Let's let's find out. Hey Siri, when was Nicole Polizzi born? I used her. Snooki was born November. She's born in November twenty third. What does that make? <gasps> She's a Sagittarius. And by okay. the way, we were talking about how I could care less about astrological signs last week, I believe. But I do have to say, in this moment, I do care a little bit because I am also a Sagittarius. I love that, and I really want to do a bonus episode. We'll do it for Patreon content. Okay. We'll put links to the Patreon. Work. We'll get all their signs and I'll tell you what I know about and we can like dig in. I think it would be so fun. Now I got you hooked. Now that I know me and Snooki are the same sign, now I'm more I interested. love it. So. All right, let's get back to Polly's stage five clinger because they come back from the boardwalk and he told her that he'd call. But they get home and immediately, the moment they walk in, the phone is ringing off the hook. So it seems like she leaves and then immediately started calling the house the moment she got home. Because she wants to know that he's home. She's 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 crazy. I love though that Vinny does a really, really accurate impression of Mike. I was living. It sounded just like Mike. Uh, I mean, eventually she's calling, she's asking for Polly. She's asking if he's home. And Polly's kind of like, well, I'm gonna, because she's going crazy, I'm gonna let ride because he knows he's like she'll call again and eventually i'll talk to her and then he proceeds to rip her a new one he lays it all out good for him she was i mean like i didn't agree with the way she handled it i think that he was pretty nice even like explaining he wasn't like calling her names other than like stalker uh, but it was, he wasn't like saying like mean, just to, for the sake of being mean. I kind of respect the way that he was just like, I said, I'd call. You're being crazy. I don't like that. I need you to stop and chill. You're not even letting me talk. 
And it did feel like he was trying to let her down gently in the days leading up. And this was like, this was over the line. He did finally lose his cool. But like you said, yeah, he lost his cool in a very Polly D way. Polly, one thing about yeah. Polly is he he tends to not really get disrespectful. He's kind of mature in that way. And I think he's showing his age. He was the oldest by a lot in the cast. And you could feel that because when he argues, it's he argues in a way more mature way than the rest of the cast. True. It's not like he's incapable of feeling anger, but right. the way oh, yeah. he handles it is just like calm, cool, collected. Yeah. And I just feel like that would almost make me feel like if I ever made him angry, he's so rational about it that mm -hmm. you would just be like, oh no, I fucked up. Well, like we said before, there's a lot of filler in this episode. Well, let's talk about some of that filler after the break. Perfect. There's only one this week. So one break. One break. I love that. Our sponsors don't love that. Just kidding. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have sponsors. No, no, no. Manifest. Of course we have sponsors. You're right. Yes. All right. Let's take a break already. Can't get enough of um, hello? Never. <laughs> well, check us out on social media. We're on Instagram and TikTok at um, hello pod. And if you are listening to us, but you'd rather be watching, you can go to patreon.com slash um, hello. There's also going to be tons of bonus content, including bonus episodes and behind the scenes, like how I got my Snooky post. And last but not least, if you're a brand or you just want to give us money, send us an email, a professional email at um, hello pod at gmail.com. All right, let's get back to the show already. Okay. All right, we are back. Um, hello. Yes, we are. And where we? Where did we leave off? Well, we are going. They're going out, and they're going to their favorite place, Karma. Do you think they know Karma is kind of becoming iconic at this point? Either that, or Karma was just the most lax about the cameras and stuff. Like they may have. I feel like they might have had some deal because they say they name drop Karma and show the Karma logo so much that I'm wondering if they had some type of deal. Yeah, maybe they pay. Maybe it was like a paid marketing thing, or like your people can come drink here for free if we get the promotion. There's, I think there's gotta be. I think it's more that I think they just were like, you can come here whenever you want, and they'll get free drinks as long as you flash our name and say it a bunch of times. So I don't know if there was any payment, but I think there was a sort of understanding. <laughs> well, Snooki gets herself all dolled up. So if you're having girls like her showing up at your club, you can be guaranteed that there's going to be some <laughs> talk, some buzz, and maybe even some drama. What do they, how do they describe her outfit? It was a cupcake or a birthday cake, but they basically say that they're like, I like how they call her Snooki and Snickers. They're like, Snickers is like a cupcake or a birthday cake, whatever they say. She's in like a corset thing with her boobs pushed up. It's bright fuchsia pink. Do you think she looks good? I do think she looks good, but she looks very 2009. And that mm -hmm. was that was a look that was a little more universal because we've talked about in the fashion how some of it's very East Coast. Mm -hmm. I've seen that kind of attire here yeah. on the West Coast as well. It was very late 2000s Fredericks of Hollywood. Yeah, and this episode premiered, premiered. This episode came out on January 14th, 2010, which of course would have meant that they filmed it the summer of 2009. So you are right on the money. And they, they had a lot of, I don't know if you, you ever uh, patronized them, but they have they, like Fredericks of Hollywood, the sort of corporate lingerie stores these were particularly popular at the time they were like faux corsets they were corsets that mm. looked like corsets, but they didn't always have real spines so it was really just okay because like, they're just tight and stretchy but they mm. don't have that like the hard bones of a course 
That's what it looked like. I don't know if that's what it was, but it was very much that look. I mean, Snooki looks, she looks great. She's got the full poof ass <laughs> out this corsetry thing and she's ready to get some attention at karma and attention she gets so they're at the club oh and i have mm-hmm. to say really quick mm-hmm. that once again danielle shows up she does and she's again. got this is a, she's got a big spotlight this episode this really should be called the danielle the stalker the level five clinger episode because she just she's out of return you can't escape yeah. her you know what I've noticed with how they name the episodes? Cause I've been, you know, I like keep, I don't know why I'm paying attention to those things, but I've noticed that they name it on kind of what the cliffhanger is. Mm. I don't know. I, I think that's kind of been a pattern. That's how it is with this episode. I do think that it would have been better to just name it stage five clinger. Cause she's mm. really the focus. She really is. She shows up once again. Now this is a moment where like it is a club. So anybody could show up at any time, but it is yeah. real convenient that she happened to be there that night. Yeah, and and Polly doesn't get freaked out by it. If anything, he's kind of like bantering with her. Yeah. So he clearly doesn't hate the attention. Once again, my theory is that they have an off-screen relationship and she doesn't realize that it's kind of secret. And I think Polly on camera is doesn't not want to participate in whatever. Uh, this is all theory. I have no idea. It's a this good is, theory. I just feel like they have something off camera that Polly does not want to bring on camera, but she does. Hmm. But I could be wrong. I would love. Oh, my God. What if we got her on the show? We have to try for season two. We have to try. Danielle, if you're listening, we would love to have you. We have so many questions. <laughs> I really want to know like what her experience was like, because I guarantee it was different than what we saw. Well, aside from Danielle, though, what happened to, uh, that night at the club? There's well, Snooki, Snooki definitely finds herself in kind of some some situations. <gasps> she's forgot about for- forgettable Keith, and she's <laughs> back. And I want to find a Guido. She's kissing some guy. These girls come over and are, and this is all handled in a, in girl world, especially for 2010. Pretty good because girls can be catty. And instead of going over and being like, you dumb bitch, like a lot of girls would have done. They said he is a girlfriend. Snooki says, I didn't know. Bye. Yeah. And gets up and is upset. I noticed that as well, that this was handled in a, a very good way. They weren't talking shit to Snooki necessarily. They were talking shit to him. You are here with your girlfriend. Yeah. And Snooki was like, mm, I'm going to bounce. So I liked that, that all the attention went to the guy who was being shady and an asshole in the club. That was the correct way to handle it, I think, for sure. I think so too. Can I just ask really quick, how do you feel in a post-COVID world watching strangers making out in a sweaty, dirty club? In the yeah, best I think COVID way? aside, I think COVID aside though, there's still a level in the early 2000s of drunk bar makeouts that was mm-hmm. way higher than even before COVID. You know, I don't think that people yeah. behave as sloppy as yeah. they used to. Yeah, even in the late 2010s, pre-COVID, right before COVID, I, I agree. I think the narrative was shifting a little bit. You protect yourself a little more. I mean, have fun, be yeah. young, enjoy yourself, but also protect yourself and don't just put your mouth anywhere. <laughs> Oh, God. Speaking of protecting yourself, we get a lot of fighting, a mm. lot of protectiveness. And that's kind of where this episode then goes. So they're they're walking home. Some girls picking a fight and the boyfriends are, are getting protective mm-hmm. and it doesn't go great. Doesn't go great. It seems like there's a lot of people. It's almost like scary because there's a it's whole, weird, right? whole cast of roommates and then a big group of strangers so it felt like this big group fight. I would have been scared if I was well, there. 
And that girl's so aggressive coming out of nowhere, like saying shit to them, making fun of how Snooki's dress, which like I hate girls like that. It's just like so unnecessary. She, I'm pretty sure they show her face. So she's clearly consented to be <laughs> in this. And they're like holding her back because she wants to fight. And that's that's when the men, for some reason, get involved. It's so it's so like gender roly and like yeah. hetero because it's like women fight and tear each other down. Men just get in there. Rah, rah. It's just oh, God, this show. It's funny that we love it so much. I know because we've said this. This, sh- this show is like propaganda for for it's straight, like culture. straight handbook. It's like the government planted this show to reinforce gender stereotypes. And we're just two queers who love it. I... Yeah, but I love it, like, ironically. Sure. Um, <laughs> well, the fight's bad. And they and you're right, there's so many people. They kind of break apart. And then Ronnie, like, says it's in self-defense. But he goes back very antagonistically and knocks this guy out, which is why the episode's called One Shot, I guess. Because he he's, he's walking around. He's like, one shot, one shot, bro. I hate, oh, God. It's so macho. It's I hate it. Mm-hmm. Machismo. And the guy's on the ground. Like, did he knock him out for real? But what the fuck? I have to say the way he passed out was kind of funny, though. Because it didn't passed, even look real. It looked it looked like a comedy because he passed out with like his ass up in the air on his kind of knees and elbows a little bit. It was a very bizarre position. He looked like, do you ever play The Sims? Yeah. He looked like when a Sim, when a Sim runs out of energy and you don't let him sleep and they just pass out. They <laughs> fall asleep in that exact position. Yeah, it's very toppled. Very, it's very cartoony. But geez. And it's so weird, like, he goes, does this, and then is, like, braggy about it. But then, all of a sudden, is all like, no, chill, 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 walk this way, walk this way, don't say anything. Like, his energy is so scary. Those are those moments where you instantly sober up, and you're just like, oh, shit, what it just happened. You can see Sammy, that kind of happens when Sammy's, like, what is happening? Like, I think that she starts to, like, lose her buzz and start to, like, come to fruition of, like, what am I in the middle of? Uh, and so a bunch of cops and paramedics show up. And Ron tries to make his escape. But when you have 15 cameramen following you, I don't think it's that uh-huh. easy. To dip yeah. In. And he even tries to, he tries to claim self-defense. But that guy, like, they're like, he came at you. Mm-hmm. They have footage of you running back. Like, why would that? And he knocked him out cold. It? I knocked him out. So yeah. Ron does get arrested. And that's where the episode leaves off, which it's so weird that there's only one episode left because even in the preview, it's kind of like this weird thing of getting Ron out of jail, a random last minute plot line of Snooki's ex. Do we have enough time to even introduce a new plot line like that? And then they somehow have to like come all together as a family because you know that that's how they want to end the season. How are How is this where we're at right now? I feel like they're just going to be like, he's arrested and he's back and now we're all friends and the season's over. Like, I feel like it's just going to be a rapid fire episode, right? Uh, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they wrap this shit up. <laughs> and I just have to say really quick, I, I apologize for being redundant because I've said this several times throughout this season, but how do they let Ronnie stay on this show? How does MTV Viacom actually, who owns MTV, how does yeah. this big conglomerate, how yeah. do they let this keep going? without? Do you think that there's like different 
rules for violence now than there was then because they did no. thrive on a lot of this format. The rules were just as strict about fighting on reality shows back then, if not stricter. There's a lot of fuck shit happening this episode, though, where it feels like they want it to happen. Like It feels like they're very lax. I don't think it would be the same way today. I just and legally, would you want to have somebody like that? Because I feel like if if anyone was going to get sued, like if what if one of the guys Ronnie hit wanted to sue, they'd probably sue MTV for millions. I would. So I bet they settle. I bet they settle everything, which is like, I here's some money. Guess, Shh. But do you here's think some money worth, and an NDA? Do you think Ron adds enough to the show? This is a serious question. Put your producer hat on. Yeah. Ron clearly does add something to the show, but does he add enough? that it's worth the potential for all these lawsuits and all this legal trouble that could come from fighting strangers. At this point in the show, Sam and Ron are the couple that the producers want you to root for. And so if he, I think that he's more relevant because of Sammy. And so I think it is, it would be a big risk to just be like Sia, like Angelina left and we haven't even mentioned her since like, she's so not even whatever. And I just think that Ronnie would leave a bigger hole because Sam would probably leave with him, especially where they're at right now. And people would want to know what's going on with them. And then you risk them like going to another network or whatever. And so I think that right now it's too much of a risk. And I don't know that he gets like (laughs) a better rep eventually, you know, like he's not in good graces as it stands today necessarily. No, But we have a, we have a fun cookie quote to do to close out. Oh yeah. Do you want to be the stage five clinger Danielle or do you want to be Mr. Pauly D? Mm, I'll be Danielle. Why not? I'll be Danielle. Okay, let's do it. Okay, here we go. Listen, I'm a good girl. It is what it is. Why didn't you phone? You dumped me. I didn't fucking dump you. Nah, you hung up on the phone on me. Because you were yelling. Every time I was trying to talk, you was trying to butt in. Because you were saying shit. Maybe we should break up then. Maybe we should. All right, break up. That's not what you want, though. And scene. And scene. See, he does lead her on because he's he like, leads her on. And even after that, he's like, do you like me? Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Polly, you, you are the drama. I'm so glad you wrote this down and that this was the scene you picked because it adds to my theory. Break up. Break up as in uh... they have something to break up. They have an off-screen relationship. I know it. I'm, I, wow. I don't know it. I don't know it, but I'm so confident. He said, do you want to break up? See, I just took that as like, end what's happening, but I totally see. I think you're onto something. We're going to have to do more. like a deep dive. You think there's a Reddit thread about this? There's got to be. You know what? Let's <laughs> let's both look into it and see what we find. And we'll come back. Talk we could do a, a whole other like side episode of Jersey Shore Reddit threads. Yeah, we'll do Polly and Danielle deep dive. Were they together? off screen so if you want to hear those kinds of things you definitely need to like you need to subscribe you need to maybe leave us a review you should be following us on socials at um hello pod and we will have all of the links to our patreon and you should absolutely get on there for that kind of bonus content do it up you know you could also follow me personally at Cookie uh-huh. Olafonte on Instagram and TikTok, or you could buy my music and my merchandise at songsbycookie.com. Hell yeah. And you can find me wearing cookies merchandise at Gina Finio on Instagram, at Bicycles for Gina on TikTok, and you can go to my website, ginafinio.com. I think that's it for this week. 
It's been fun. I can't wait for the finale next week. Y'all get excited. Everybody Fist pump get ready. away. Everybody get ready. It's going to be such a packed episode. Until then, um, goodbye. Um, goodbye. Get crazy. Get wild. Let's party. Get loud. If you want to have fun and do something. If you want to have fun and do something. Party, get loud. If you want to have fun and do something, if you want to have fun and do something.